Handbook for Humanity is a production of the DeZormo Foundation, a nonprofit whose goal is to support the dignity of life, born and unborn. If you would like to support Handbook for Humanity and our mission to share truthful conversation about the body, spirit, sexuality, and being a better human today, visit DeZormoFoundation.org. That's D-E-S-O-R-M-E-A-U-X Foundation.org. To donate, look under Funds column and choose Theology of the Body. Thank you for your prayers and support. Welcome to Handbook for Humanity. This is Becky Landry filling in for Colby Allen as the anchor today as he's out for this episode. Um, And we're going to be talking about um, inheritance as a common human experience. Today at the table we have with us Adele. Adele, you want to say hello? Hey, everybody. Glad y'all are back. Yeah, and we also have the great pleasure of having our producer actually be part of our program today by sharing. So, Tom? <laughs> Excited to be here. They allowed me to turn the other microphone on, so I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about this. It's a, it's a good thing. Welcome, everyone. Hey, you're moving up. You're moving up. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, moving on up to that rooftop. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. All right. So, um, so yeah. So we just want to kind of throw out a, a a topic that we can um, have a little discussion about, really related to um, the topic of inheritance as a common human experience, as I said, and that has to do with uh, both inheritance in in family and uh, resources, and even biologically. Right? We inherit. Um, even if we're adopted, we still inherit from the man and the woman that we were uh, conceived, who conceived us. And um, so there's a biological inheritance. And really talk about that in relationship with God, in relationship with humanity, and the historical event of Jesus entering our flesh life experience through the incarnation, which is part of our Christmas celebration, which is a universal celebration, right, all over the world. Um, and so we just taking some time to to just ponder those truths, um, really, uh, that, that really he, he came to, um, to show us the faith, face of the father, a father always in search of humanity, um, always wanting to draw close to humanity, invite every person to relationship with him and even give a special invitation to grow in relationship with him to the point of becoming his sons and daughters and sharing in his divine life. Um, so, and we see this is true if we if we know anything about the Christian tradition and, and scripture that the history is a, a history of long suffering, mm-hmm. really, uh, and enduring love. When you look at at, at God and humanity, and um, we have a tradition in the Catholic tradition and other Christians, I think, also do this um, of uh, celebrating looking at the bloodline of Jesus in particular, especially through. Um, a, an, a, a, a meditation on what we call the Jesse tree. We often do this with children um, or in parishes where we go through the different stories of the bloodline of Jesus and the, and the covenants that God made with humanity or has offered to humanity up until the time that we received the birth of Jesus. So um, I'm going to open it up and, uh, and, and let Tom, uh, take it from here and share a little bit about your experience with that. Yes, uh, that, yes. Yeah. Uh, fond memories of the Jesse tree back in my um, younger days, much younger days uh, in school, and that was always a great tradition. Uh, I went to uh, St. Joseph's in Gretna, um, 
over there uh, off the West Bank and really a, a great uh, foundation I was able to get there at that school, really enjoyed it, uh, a lot of great friends there. But that particular tradition uh, was just so exciting. When you, when you got to pick whatever Jesse Tree ornament you were going to be able to take home in <laughs> color, I could remember this. Like, you know, my chubby little fingers were, were you know, with the color, and, and we were so proud to bring that back <laughs> and uh, and put it on the tree. Um, that really took a big part uh, of, of what the ceremony was. Uh, I'm sure we were being taught exactly what was going on, <laughs> but uh, that that took precedent. But the the memory is certainly there, though. Mm-hmm. So uh, so that kind of thing, and was really excited when I saw that in the show notes that we would get to uh, recall some of those memories. So uh, so good stuff there. What about you, Adele? Um, I think that what we need to uh, to mention right this minute, perhaps there are people who don't know what a Jesse tree is. Yes. And, and so so correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, it's the tradition that mm-hmm. we have. Of uh, it's sort of like a family tree, yes, a family tree of Jesus, yes, basically, and and so Jesse was the father of David, mm-hmm. correct? Okay, mm-hmm. and so uh, and there is a scripture passage that says, "From the stump of Jesse, yes, there will blossom." Uh, something well, I forget the exact uh, Isaiah eleven word. one yeah a shoot, yeah a shoot, a shoot will come sprout out. from the stump of Jesse and so there you go they got you your little tree you got your stump something got cut down something and so let's see where this takes us so that's the that's the origin I guess of the the basis of the name Jesse tree and that we we use it as a family tree and we uh, acknowledge or you know remember those main characters in Jesus's ancestry. Yes. He came from a real human family bloodline, just like we yeah. all do. Everybody went and got their 23 and me, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, test, you know, yeah. you came from somewhere. Mm-hmm. You, the stork did not drop you out of the sky. Yes. Okay. And neither did Jesus. Okay. So right. we, we trace him back. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Yes. Yes. Okay. And it's very interesting. We were talking about the Jewish people and how uh, we have from that tradition that they would remember at Passover, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. uh, the the events of the events. and and the bloodline uh, that they Correct. came from and repeat that over and over and over to pass it on to the next generation is it's a type of like understanding our identity mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. or understanding their identity and this is this is um, part of pulling this forward from the Jewish faith into the new covenant of the Christian faith of that same practice of being able to pass on not only the identity of a people chosen by God, because mm-hmm. really the Jewish people were um, to be a small, know-nothing nation, right? Mm-hmm. I remember um, a college student one time telling me that um, she studied history and that the history books had these stories of all these nations that were very powerful and well-organized mm-hmm. and all. Mm-hmm. And the Jewish nation wasn't even mentioned for a long time. And when it did, it was like a no nothing, very obscure. Mm-hmm. And that God would choose that those people to make them like a sign of contradiction, mm-hmm. to have the world stop and think. Mm-hmm. And we believe that that is what Christianity now has inherited from Judaism is mm-hmm. as part of the family, we call ourselves Judeos Christians. We are now the sign of contradiction as well. Um, to help the world to stop and think, what is it? What is this? What is this 
um, this invitation to relationship with God, mm. to be a part of his family, you know, to become his sons and daughters. What is that? And so it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful gift. And I love the, the uh, Jesse tree in particular, especially having a broken family. Mm-hmm. It was one of the things that really, I, I believe, um, was suggested to me as a practice to kind of stabilize how the girls and I went through um, preparing for Christmas, recognize that Jesus came in the midst of a mess of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and we could we could share from that a little a bit. Tom, mess. you were talking about some of the stories. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, <laughs> the, 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 the title, you know, inheritance, a lot of people I think would maybe go to maybe something that their parents or grandparents leave for them. Uh-huh. You know, and that's that's part of a plan, right? That's that, uh, and God um, looking through, starting with the, the the Jewish nation, that that was His plan, and so the the Jesse tree and, and the ornaments. You know, you at at a time, I think people looking back may go, um, I'm not sure about this plan, but but it it also I think relates really well to us um, as we get um, you know possibly into the situation of of meeting with family and friends for for a holiday situation. Um, some of the folks that may be across the table from you or, you know, next to you, you may have difference of opinion with, yes. um, you know, as far as things are going. So I, Understatement. I, I think, uh, <laughs> you know, I think to be able to say and see that, uh, you know, God's plan for the salvation of mankind also involved people that you may think, uh, you know, like starting off with some of the ornaments, um, you know, Adam and Eve, obviously, you know, two folks who had it made, right? The garden was just the, the place to be. And it was called paradise. Yeah, <laughs> you know, an, an original sin. Yeah, they, they, boom, you know, okay, well, that, that didn't work out too well. Um, you know, Noah, this guy who's building a giant boat and there's there's no water around. It's in him. the desert. <laughs> there's yeah. no rain. Good luck, buddy. And you're thinking, wow, that's going to be Talk about a cuckoo uncle. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Um, you know, Abraham, you know, an, a very elderly man um, and th- that had no children and, and was going to have inheritance like the stars in the sky. So you're thinking, OK, this is really getting strange. It continues. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a coat of many colors for the Jesse mm-hmm. tree, which is, you know, symbolizes Joseph, son of Jacob. You know, a dreamer whose brother sold him for slavery. Talk about family problems. So you're thinking, <laughs> OK, I'm, Dysfunction. You know, wow. And we're still going yeah. on. You know, there's some mixed religion couples in there where, you you know, the Jewish folks were definitely, you know, on their, their P's and Q's when it came down to God asking them to marry with, within their, their group uh, to, to keep the, the, the promise going. And then, you know, even one of the biggest figures, you know, Jesse's son, David, um, a murderer. Yeah. Yes. And an adulterer. Adulterer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Not not the top yeah. of the, the line, you yeah. know. What, yeah. Lord, why did you why did you choose him? You know? Right, and he was still still working. So David has a son Solomon, right? One of the wisest people to mm. ever walk. Um, yep. seven hundred wives. Mm. You know, imagine mm. that family situation. Oh, wow. there. <laughs> that's complicated. You know, that <laughs> Big Thanksgiving there, dinner. There. And right. then then I, he he started to to kind of turn the page, I think, and refine this down a little bit. And then you've got several characters that that come into you know very uh, giving of self. Um, Queen Esther, for one. Uh, and then you you have the prophets telling the message about God's going to send you yes. someone, right? The the Savior is coming, the, the the person who will will bring you out of this misery. Uh, Jonah the whale, mm-hmm. uh, that story, um, uh, you know, is able to tell the story. Daniel in the lion's den, oh, yeah. um, yes. that goes into that, which mm-hmm. is awesome. God will save His people um, from their oppression. And then you get to closer to Jesus, right? We mm. have Elizabeth and Zechariah. Yeah praying that they would have a son, you know, and God answers their prayer. Uh, and then, of course, Mary, the mother of, 
of, of Jesus yeah, comes into play. Those special two mm-hmm. chosen to receive him, right? Wow. Joseph and Mary. Uh, yeah. Everything that you just said, Tom, just reminds me or just what was coming up for me is trust the plan. Trust the plan is a good thing and for holidays. Right? Patient. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. So those were the yeah. two main uh, thoughts I had yeah. as you were going through that. Yeah. You know, like, this doesn't make any sense. How, you know, this, mm-hmm. uh, wait, he, we got off the track. We need to get back on. No, no, no. He's, he knew what yeah. he was doing. Yeah. We got it, and we have to trust him yeah. now because, you know, times are, are very tumultuous right now right. and we, we need to trust that he does have a plan. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And he chose, he actually chose this inheritance, right? Yep. Because he, that this is a divine plan. Mm-hmm. He knew what kind of mess he was, you know, entering into and taking on flesh from. And he chose that to enter a broken family, um, which became through the gift of the Holy Family, you know, an opportunity for all families and all situations to be able to enter into recognizing their dignity and this invitation to relationship with God, you know? I, I'd like to say something. Uh, yeah. uh, this this struck me. Uh, at Mass one day, priest was speaking, and he was going through, you know, basically the, the 12 apostles uh, that that Christ, it was about our fallen nature anyway. Yeah. And so uh, so he said, yeah, well, you know, one betrayed him, one denied him, one doubted him, everybody else ran away, you know, that, that kind of thing. And he said, "You have to wonder why did he choose those people? Jesus right. handpicked those people. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, yeah. you know, all these Noah yeah. guys and you know all this other stuff. Okay, like, wait, what is? It? Why did he choose them? Mm-hmm. Okay." And the priest said this, and this it just like went bing. He said, "Because that was all he had to choose from." Uh huh. Okay, uh-huh. flawed yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Another sign of contradiction. There you go. So I mean, and that he can make. Yeah. You know, lemonade out of lemons, yes. you know, that kind of basically, yeah. you know, that's what that is. So, yeah. Okay. I just thought that. Yeah, that's a beautiful. That kind of fit there. Yeah. That's beautiful, creative, hopeful plan yeah. for humanity. Um, and the yes. humbleness. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. how, how, you know, just the, I remember again that the, the vision of this in the front of the classroom, this, it was a stick, basically. A it stick. was a twig. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> a tree. It wasn't it was, green. Yeah, no, it, it was just a bare mm-hmm. stick. Like, you know, you come back home and all your presents are underneath with the you know beautiful ornaments uh, and the frosting or whatever you're going to do on your tree. This was very humble. And this was God's plan. This mm-hmm. was God's plan to get to the... Right. And so it really kind of pulls it back. And, and maybe, you know, as, as that season comes around, just another memory, a reminder of, um, you know, as we see in a lot of yards and their signs is... Um, you know, Christmas has Christ in it. So mm-hmm. let's make sure that we continue to yeah. have that. Um, so so a lot of those messages, I think, swirling around yeah. in, in the discussion. Yeah. And really in, in keeping Christ in it, like the invitation to relationship, um, one of the stories from the Jesse Tree, I don't know if you might remember this, is, um, is, is the transition, uh, a prophetic utterance that God would write his law upon our hearts. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? That, um, that we would have that kind of relationship with him. And that's really the invitation every, as I understand Christmas myself and the way that I understand it and receive it um, is, you know, that invitation every year to a deeper relationship with the Lord. Like the presents are just, you know, an invitation to more, right? They're a symbol of invitation to more of him, more relationship um, with the Father, with 
with the Lord and with the Holy Spirit, you know? Um, and it's, it's such a beautiful invitation. Um, you know, you think about it and in our Catholic Christian tradition, receiving Jesus in the flesh. And we've talked a lot about this, you know, especially what we believe about the Eucharist. Like it's often I, when I talk to people who, um, who are of the Catholic faith, who are maybe struggling with their faith a little bit and really being enamored with, you know, well, it's enough that I have, you know, worship and I have the word to dwell on. Why do I really have to go to mass and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And, um, just this inspiration for the Holy spirit one time to kind of say, you know, why would Jesus have bothered to come in a body if mm. he would have left us in the same state we that we were in the Old Testament with only the word and the spirit? Mm. He came in a body so that we could participate with him in the flesh. And he had a plan to make himself present, like we've talked about in previous episodes, in all tabernacles all over the world in the flesh so that we can be in a one flesh relationship with him, which is a beautiful um, mystery that we break open and we will continue to break open uh, in future episodes. But it wasn't just about, he gave us his word and he gave us his spirit and that is beautiful and powerful, but he invites us into a, a relationship with him in the flesh. He entered humanity, became incarnate so that we could have a relatable experience with him, relationship with him in his body. And in our own. A man yeah. like us in all things. All things. But all sin. Things. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we mentioned uh, with the with the Jesse tree, we've got the, you know, the stories from the Old Testament in the, in the Bible. Um, but, you know, if you do um, a Catholic tradition around Christmas time, um, you know, the reading of Jesus's... Um, um, hierarchy in his family, genealogy, his genealogy, his genealogy. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, before mm-hmm. him, yeah, that, that's um, a long one. You know, that's a long <laughs> one. And I, and and you know, and 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 I admitted earlier when we were discussing the show. Um, still to this day, that that does give me uh, <laughs> a, a lot of struggle during during mass. Yeah. Um, where it's, uh, I'm like, wow, uh, you know, the pronunciation, and and I, the priests are fantastic, and and I really got a great insight. Uh, I'll give a plug. Um, to uh, to Father Mike Schmitz, who does um, a Bible in a Year podcast, oh, yeah, right. and he mm-hmm. broke open the idea of the reason for that, going back into the Jewish tradition about those names um, that needed to be read, and they would do that multiple times throughout their traditions uh, of their family members and the tribes. Uh, and so for us, it's a tradition to carry on, but it also, they did it um, to make sure that people would remember those were real people. Uh-huh. They were in history. They were in time. Yes. And so once I listened with that ear, that was mm-hmm. a lot of a, a different message that I was getting is um, these folks are, are, are part of humanity, as was Jesus, and he allowed himself to come down. So. Um, it, it's a different perspective on there, one that certainly helped me out yeah. uh, for, for those readings. Because, uh, yeah, some of the names, um, I, I could even remember my, my, my children going, um, did, did, uh, did people really name their kids that name? <laughs> you know, so challenging uh, at best with the multisyllables and, and being able to pronounce them. But uh, uh-huh. so now having something else to share, yes, uh, that is uh, historically yeah. correct. So Yeah, that's wonderful. And that has to do with remembering our inheritance. Our inheritance. Right. Yeah. Particularly, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I can I can see you know uh, 
Hey, honey, could you go get Obadiah and Amalek? <laughs> hey, <laughs> they, maybe you know they get they 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 play it, in they're the baby name the bathroom, book. You know, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah. good. All um, right. Uh, you good. know, names. You know, they mm-hmm. they become popular, and then they you know they they ebb and flow. You yeah. know, you know, you got all the Michelles at one time, and then Kimberly, you know, all the yeah. Okay, yeah, all those names yeah. that became popular. So yeah, Obadiah and all those guys. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So as we wrap up, Adele, you've given an Advent mission before, mm-hmm. um, answering the question, why did Jesus become one of us? And we've been kind of hitting on that in a way. Is there some special thing that's really sticking out for you that you'd like to share from what you've shared before um, in anticipation of, of uh, Christmas? I, I think that the main thing um, that sticks out in my mind is just it, it's it's a thought. It was a, a, a book that I was required to read in my my uh, theological studies uh, by Saint Anselm of Canterbury. It was a small little book, and it was um, why God became man. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and it was such an interesting perspective, you know, to me. And certainly, as as we are approaching Christmas, it might be something to think about. And um, basically. It was the the reason the reason there were several reasons, but the main reason is that we have nothing to offer God that He has not given us. Mm-hmm. Everything we have, health, wealth, family, love, intelligence, whatever, whatever, is a gift from God. And so to offer him back, Something of what he gave us is like inadequate in regards to, you know, making a gift, you know, to God uh, or a, a gift of worship of some sort. So he ga- he loves us so much that he gave us his only son that we might offer him, Jesus, back to the Father as a perfect offering. Uh and I just thought that that was such a beautiful, um, beautiful uh, gift and thought and concept uh, and fact that he, uh, that the Father gave us his son. Uh, and when you look under the Christmas tree and you're looking for your gifts and, you know, how many packages have your name on it and all that, that's why we used to put the nativity scene under the tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the gift. Yes. And to me, that's... Um, that's what comes up for me in regards to that. Yeah. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Tom, any, any, as we wrap up, any, um, any thoughts? Lots of uh, tradition uh, in that statement there. You know, that I immediately um, remember uh, we, were, we were folks who would go to grandparents' uh, homes for, um, for our Christmas holidays. And so uh, a lot of great traditions um, you know, the manger and all mm-hmm. the characters that go along with that, mm-hmm. uh, much like the Jesse tree, also, you know, parts of what we um, as Catholics and, and Christians um, want to do to celebrate this uh, this holiday. So uh, just really enjoyed the conversation, um, being able to share some thoughts and uh, perspectives and uh, always, always a fun time. Yes, yes. And um, this episode really being uh, intentional in speaking and wanting to wish all of the families of those who listen, a very Merry Christmas.
And a happy new year. <laughs> <laughs> right. thank, thank you for listening. Uh, Handbook for Humanity. Uh, stick with us. We have many more interesting uh, topics and episodes that are coming up. So tell your friends and share. Share Handbook for Humanity, available on Spotify, Google, and Apple. And thank you for joining us today. You can find everything we reference and discuss in today's show notes. If you'd like to contact us with a question or comment or anything you want to share, let us know. Please send an email to handbookfh1 at gmail.com. Again, that's handbookfh1 at gmail.com. Please subscribe to this podcast. We're available on all major networks such as Spotify, Apple, or Google. If you have a minute, please leave a review. Honest, what you think. We definitely want to know. Share with your friends, family, anyone who is human that you think can benefit from these conversations. Handbook for Humanity is a production of the DeZormo Foundation, a nonprofit whose goal is to support the dignity of life, born and unborn. If you would like to support Handbook for Humanity and our mission to share truthful conversation about the body, spirit, sexuality, and being a better human today, visit DeZormoFoundation.org. That's D-E-S-O-R-M-E-A-U-X Foundation.org. To donate, look under Funds column and choose Theology of the Body. Thank you for your prayers and support.